Welcome to Stand Out in ELT. I'm Ola Kowalska and I'm the host of this extraordinary podcast. I wanted to bring you a platform where you hear from myself and other amazing and inspiring people who have created their success and stand out in ELT. People say that English language teaching is a saturated market, so it's absolutely crucial that you know how to stand out. And I'm going to teach you how to do it. And I'm going to inspire you to take action. So, welcome to this space. And I can't wait for you to stand out and build your legacy in ELT. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another another episode of Stand Out in EOT. So happy you're back here with me, us today, actually, because I've got an extremely special and positive person joining me today. Hi, Deepika. Hi, Ola. I'm so glad you said positive because that's what I like about you as well. (laughs) Oh, that's so amazing. We definitely get on. So it's going to be a very nice chat, hopefully, um, with a lot of inspiration and positivity. Okay. So So, Deepika, would you mind uh, introducing yourself briefly? Who are you? Absolutely. So as you know, my name is Deepika. I'm originally from India, from a city called Chennai. So I'm a city girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I grew up there. Uh, I lived there for the longest time. Uh, and um, I mean, you if I'm here, you probably know that I'm an English teacher, but that's not how I started. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I guess we'll get into that in a second. But I am an English teacher. I have been since 2013. And that journey started with a CELTA. Um, Eventually, I did go and get my master's in TESOL. That's teaching English to speakers of other languages here in the U.S. Mm -hmm. And that brings me to the point that, you know, I'm based in the U.S. right now. I'm in Delaware in the United States. Lovely. Wow. And you're also very much present online, aren't you? That I am. Yes. I run the account Acquiring on Instagram. I started, it's a pandemic, baby, as with a lot of different Instagram accounts. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely a pandemic, baby. Um, It started in July 2020. uh, And it was just an effort for me to... um, help as many people as possible and uh, share my message and also grow in the process, just myself as a teacher. Mm, amazing. Sounds so good. And I mean, that's how we met, right? We mm-hmm. met on Instagram, which yeah. is so amazing. I interviewed so many different people here, but I'm still totally mesmerized by the fact how many great relationships, relations and people I met on Instagram. Believe 100%. I know, right? Did you also have that experience? That's definitely part of the growth that I was talking about for me. I tend to be an introvert, believe it or not. (laughs) But I think on Instagram, it it levels everyone out. It gives you a level playing field and you get to build all these wonderful relationships from scratch. So yes, I have um, met and had conversations and gotten to know many, many, many amazing teachers and learners. Mm. And it's definitely one of the best parts about being on Instagram for me. I know, right? Um, 
believe it or not, but literally about seven or eight months ago, I used to think that Instagram is for nice pictures and shallow people. Mm, and I said that mm-hmm. many times, but <laughs> oh my God, how wrong I was. So many absolutely amazing people, creative teachers, uh, but not only, it's, it's, it's just quite... Um, quite a mind-blowing thing and also mm. I don't think I would ever have met you or the others if it exactly. wasn't for Instagram exactly I had the same belief that Instagram was uh, when I had a personal Instagram so many years ago uh, it was all about like it was almost all food pictures don't go look look up my old Instagram okay guys <laughs> okay um, I promise I will now <laughs> <laughs> but honestly even now I feel like for me to reframe that idea of what Instagram is to me and to keep telling myself that, no, it's not just a a place where you post pretty pictures. It's also a place where you educate. I have been educated so much, like the people I follow, uh, not just about English teaching and learning languages, but also about so many different things, social issues, feminism and casteism in India and all of that. There's so much stuff that I've learned just off of Instagram mm. that I think has solidified for me how important of a platform it is, how um uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a widespread, mm. ubiquitous of a platform mm. it is to um, to educate and be educated. Mm. Like I still have the limiting belief of, you know, you're here to educate. Don't show, like, don't show off what you're eating. That sort of stuff that still comes to me sometimes. Like, and I'll post pictures of my food on acquiring. But, I'm, but I'm it's, you're from India. You're, you're allowed. <laughs> Everybody wants to see your food. It doesn't look very pretty, does it? <laughs> It's delicious, but not very pretty. <laughs> oh, I don't mind. <laughs> you are allowed. <laughs> no, but I totally know what you mean. And also, you can actually make an impact on people mm-hmm. with your education and with, with your persona, I guess. That's how I see it, to be honest. True. Yeah, amazing. So have you always known that you wanted to be a teacher? That's a hard question for me to answer. I think the honest answer there is no. Mm. Um, like I, my, uh, as I was saying earlier when I was trying to introduce myself, my uh, undergrad degree is in computer science. Right. And I'm from a generation of urban Indians who were told that the only way to go is if you like the only way to be a person in the society is if you're an engineer or a doctor or a lawyer, maybe uh, maximum. <laughs> um, and yeah, okay. I mean, I was a, I was quite a like an ignorant teenager. Like I didn't know much about the world. I was in a school that did not even focus on social sciences. Uh, we only had science and math and physics and chemistry and all of that biology and stuff. So I didn't even know other things existed. Like I didn't even know other things could be done, even though day in day out, I saw English teach like my teachers. <laughs> um, it just never occurred to me that that was a career path that I would take. But ever since I started my undergrad degree, like throughout 
college, um, I was like, no, this is not what I want to do. This is really deeply uncomfortable. This like I'm not like one thing was, of course, like this deep seated discomfort that I wasn't good at it. Like I was not good at coding. I was not good at understanding computers. Um, I wasn't that bad. Like I got good grades, but I got good grades because I knew how to study at the last minute, <laughs> not because I understood everything. Um and I did work in the software industry for a year, but that's the that's the year. Like I, I look back at it as like my nightmare year, but that's the year that solidified for me that, you know, this was not something that I was cut out to do. Like the corporate world is just not okay. I have memories of just, you know, breaking down. I would like try to run a pro like a code or whatever I don't even remember the lingo anymore (laughs) (laughs) um I would try to run a code it wouldn't work like it would show me like five or six errors I would take a look at it not understand just walk super calmly to the bathroom and burst out crying Mm. because I had no idea who to ask or how to proceed from there and then slowly I would have I would have to like I went to someone else who wasn't part of my team um, who couldn't tell my boss that I didn't know what I was doing and ask them so this is the sort of stuff that I experienced and this is the sort of of stuff that honestly just told me that you know I am not cut out like I mean I could have tried harder and I'm doing air quotes right now (laughs) Um, but it like yeah I still think of those days as really not like I didn't I did again mental health is another thing that I've learned on Instagram Um, and I had no idea what mental health was back then I was like 21 Uh, but looking back I think that was one of my worst sort of mental health year Um, yeah and so (laughs) and so um, it was actually my husband my then boyfriend who um, he uh, knew someone who knew someone who knew about the CELTA and I was like I like English I love English <laughs> I could try it but I was still like I still have a fear of um, the stage like being in front of people it's funny that I say that after a year of being on it's Instagram very funny. But... <laughs> <laughs> but uh I still have a fear of the stage and it was super pronounced back then But that first TP that I had to do in front of like 20 volunteer students, TP, teaching practice for anyone Mm -hmm. who doesn't know, um, that didn't feel like being on stage. That felt like being home. And I was like, whoa, what is going on? I can be good at this. (laughs) Right? Yeah. So amazing. Yeah. As if it chose you, right? Mm -hmm. So amazing. A lot of things had to come together, but it did feel like eventually it did feel like it chose me. Like it, this is I was meant to do this. Oh, love it! <laughs> but also, like you, sorry, gonna go back. I'm gonna go back to that because it's interesting. You say, "Oh, I'm a bit of an introvert, and I, I I'm like a bit shy, and I mm-hmm. don't like the crowd speaking in front of a crowd." But now, look at you. You mm-hmm. shine very oh, brightly there. You. Uh, you do your own very, very specific and original thing in your own style that is very comfortable to you. Mm-hmm. So this is something that I actually think should be praised and should be highlighted that it 
it is, I don't know if you agree with me, but I think you are the living example of the fact that anyone can do their own thing, no matter what personality they have. Because, you know, there are people who come to me and we know I'm, I'm a loud person. I'm, I'm rather confident. I don't mm. mind, really. That's mm-hmm. just who I am, right? But you don't have to, right? You can be your own unapologetic self and still be a fantastic teacher who bonds mm-hmm. with their students and be in front of them and also be in front of a bigger audience of, I don't know, 2,000 people on um, <laughs> Instagram, right? right? Right. That's so true. I definitely hadn't looked at it that way, but it is true that, you know, it's for me personally, it was this shift in the way I thought of myself, I think, because me being on stage, I'm a performer. Uh, and I guess being on Instagram is also a performance, but it's also, I think, um, definitely reframing it as in front of your class, in front of Instagram, your followers on Instagram, that sort of stuff is education. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a performer anymore. Well, it is a performance, but I'm not a performer anymore. I'm an educator. Mm-hmm. And I think that is the aspect of, um, I think that's what reframes it for me and gives me that the confidence that I have right now like I was I was like I'm never gonna show my face on Instagram even if I'm teaching people no yeah I'm so happy that you say that Uh exactly so Mm -hmm. many people are so afraid I am still like even now I'm like uh like of course I have all of these like um I get hesitant especially when I'm like I said earlier right like who wants to hear about my like sob story or who wants to hear about how much fun I had this weekend? Uh, That sort of stuff, especially when I go on stories uh, and I'm still only comfortable showing my face if it's, if it's for teaching uh, quote unquote. Um, But I've come a really long way from someone who decided even as I was starting the account, I, I had decided that nope, why the heck should I show my face? Um, I'm going to teach them. I'm going to teach them good by ca- like creating ca- carousel posts and, <laughs> and vocabulary and stuff like that. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. Yeah. But yeah. It, it is a journey, isn't it? Like, that's Definitely. what I say to people I work with now. It's like, I this is a, probably where you eventually want to um, end up because it mm. has so many you know benefits for both you and the people that you actually want to educate or eventually work with as well as your students right. because mm-hmm. obviously it would depend on your goals right. but I mean there is nothing better than being connected online to an to another human being authentic person with a face right mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I mean I that, that's when when people when I started learning about how to be better on Instagram people literally every Instagram guru was saying, you know, you got to show your face. And I was like, nope, nope, nope. But then I started noticing, I started noticing the people I was interacting with, not not even interacting, like the stuff that I was reading on my own personal account, the people I followed for me to learn about stuff. And I started noticing how drawn I was to people who actually came on screen to explain something rather than write it in a, in a little square um colored box and it totally makes sense right we're human we want social connection we want even if we're not gonna hit that like button I don't even care right even if it's not about liking it's not about commenting it's about looking at someone's face who are um someone who is um 
you know, looking at the camera, essentially looking into your eyes yes. and explaining something to you, it makes more sense than when you just read some yeah. almost equally informative stuff Absolutely. in text format. Yeah. It has so much more of an impact, hasn't mm-hmm. it? Absolutely. Oh my God, this is golden. <laughs> this talk, this chat is golden. Absolutely. I like, and again, you just have to experience it yourself, right? Because yeah. I'm pretty sure there will be people who would want to end up where you are, where, you know, other people who are quite successful on online, in the mm. online space, but, and you know, they might resist it. They might resist it because it's hard. It is hard. But I like what it you is. said at the beginning that you reframe it into, I just educate. And in if you went to the classroom, would you cover your face? Exactly. Would you talk through something? No, you would just exactly. be there. Yeah. Right? Even even when you're on Zoom, you don't turn off your camera as the teacher, do you? It's the same exactly. thing. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And people do want to listen to you. That's what I right. always say. Right. If they are there, it means that they want to listen to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. all of the things that we mentioned are just limiting beliefs. And, you know, um, at the end of the day, it's never about those likes. It's never about those who unfollow. It's never about those, you know, people. And if they react, it's about Mm -hmm. the fact that you are actually making an impact because you are, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Oh, so good. So good. So how did you actually, what did you do to, Mm -hmm. to sort of feel that you are confident with using Instagram, leveraging Instagram to your sort of benefit growing Mm -hmm. your account okay Um, I'm gonna be honest with you (laughs) I am still not confident Ah, no (laughs) that's the thing about social media if you think about it you only see like real talk right you only see people's top five percent top ten percent yeah like you don't see um the the 20 different reels that the 20 different video clips that you filmed trying to film a reel you see the best one yeah and and sometimes it's so easy for a viewer for me even even as someone who creates content on Instagram when I look at other people's content I still feel like oh they're so good right and it's so why can't I get it right exactly why couldn't I think of that idea why couldn't I do it so well I used that same trending music she did it so much better you know it's so did it cost more right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. exactly and it's as the viewer um it's easy to like just get lost in this like ideal idea of that's their hundred percent when in fact just like you that's probably the top 5% and you're not seeing, you're, you didn't see um, how much they struggled during the day, how much work they had to put in, like whatever, like cleaning the house and taking care of their kids and um, going to their full-time job and then coming and making half and making time to <laughs> create content and then flop, like having flop video clips. Yeah. Like 20 of them before they got one, right. You know, um, and all of that, I think you see the confidence. Um, and yes, of course, I feel confident sometimes. Like it's not, I'm not a complete, like I'm not a, at a zero. <laughs> but I don't feel like I sometimes have um, like bursts of uh, like 
50 ideas in like one sitting but I don't have my phone on me or a notebook and so like five of them remain and two of them get made into posts like that all of that sort of stuff that I internally experience keep telling me that you know you're you're no good at Instagram it doesn't make me feel confident but Mm. what what gets put out I'm glad that I seem confident that I'll say absolutely (laughs) because I don't think like this is what I say to my uh, teacher trainees like I say to everybody it's never about perfection it's Mm -hmm. always about that progress and i I feel that people who constantly do something, try out different things and just show up mm-hmm. are the winners because it doesn't have to be perfect, whatever that perfect means. Right. Um, because it probably is just perfect in their heads and then right. the final products are actually absolutely fine. You know, mm-hmm. on the other hand, it's good to remember that Instagram is such a short living platform in terms of mm-hmm. content. So mm-hmm. it just lives for a for a very short time. So spending too much time obsessing about making it perfect again, what does it mean? Um, mm-hmm. It's probably not the best idea. Yeah. And what you also mentioned is that um, we are also obviously consumers. When we consume social media, we see and that's how the algorithm works. Mm-hmm. We see those best accounts with the most followers and with the best reach. And they are probably just miles ahead or millions of miles yeah. ahead of us. Mm-hmm. But they've been on the same journey. They just started earlier. But it's so easy to compare, right? Yeah. yeah. It's definitely, you look at people with like 10K followers and 20K followers. And that, again, A, followers are just vanity metrics like it's not important how many followers someone has but you also look at their content and you're like oh they have such great content and you genuinely like it uh and a again you want to emulate it but also that aspiration of being like them and ends up in a place of comparison you're like why am i not like them yet Mm. Right. Um, And yes, social media is a very, um, it's very easy for us to go into that space in social media. Unfortunately, that's why I always say be strategic about it. Try not to try not to just mindlessly scroll and consume, but try to think about it from a perspective of, okay, you come across Mm -hmm. a nice profile with a lot of followers. Do just forget about that number. Look at Mm -hmm. the content and get inspired. Think about right. what's ahead of you. Think about, oh, if I am in this online space long enough, I'm going to be like that. Right. This is right. exciting. So right. this is a complete reframe. And I want people to think like that because, you know, it's it's not about preparation. I've heard that recently from one of the people uh, I worked with that, uh, they said, oh, I'm going to prepare some posts and then start posting them in whatever, a few weeks time. Why wouldn't you start posting now and see what happens? Mm-hmm. Because we're afraid of that judgment. Yeah. Yeah. As if those people who are currently following us were going to judge. They're probably, you know, if only just starting, then they're probably some random people anyway. So, <laughs> you know, right. uh, it's, it's all just a bit of a vicious circle of what we think about ourselves. All comes down to limiting beliefs and I I like it I absolutely I find it super inspiring and I would love to showcase you as an as an example of a person who's who's uh you know in your head you haven't completely um 
probably um, like gotten out of your head. Yeah, about. yeah. I still struggle with a lot of things, but I can also see, I'm also told rather that um, I seem, I come across as confident and that is something that I am going for. Yeah. And I'm glad that it comes across that way. I come across as energetic. I am energetic. I'm energetic when I'm alone. <laughs> um, but it, it's it's good to know that it gets translated on screen. Yeah. And these are things that like they... If you're thinking, I'm imagining like a set of balancing scales, like a weighing, like a balancing weighing scale, and you put all of the struggles on one side, but you put you look at all of the results, the content that you're producing that helps people, the comments that you get that people say, you know, this is super helpful, thank you, or this totally changed my mind, thank you so much, and I I am now thinking of this in a whole new light, and like I talk about native speakerism a lot, mm-hmm. and these people who come to me afterwards and there are people who just come to me in my comments and they rant about what happened in their school or what happened in their like whatever institution and they say Deepika I think you I I think you'll understand and that's why I'm ranting to you please allow me to vent for a second and they'll tell me their story and that makes me feel of course it makes me feel bad that that's happening (laughs) to them but but it makes me feel like I am getting my point across I am um, I am sharing this with people. I am um, changing people's minds to a certain extent. Absolutely. And that is on the other side of that scale that I was talking about for me. And it, obviously it seesaws, <laughs> but it's still there. Right? Yeah. And you are there. And that's that's probably a sign of the fact that you are some sort of a leader if you are the one who holds space for other people to be able to vent and and oh. run about those mm. those things. So I Again, think I important. hadn't thought of it that way. Yeah. Yeah. You see. You see, you see <laughs> how it looks from the outside. Right. Mm-hmm. It's. Uh, I I've learned it quite recently to think about all my actions in a certain way. I used to be very critical of of who I am. Um, so the things that you see, for example, my energy, I used to think that I'm too much, for example, mm, and I repel mm. people because they find it intimidating. Some mm. of them perhaps do, but now I think this, this is probably their own insecurity. So it's right. always about that reframing. And um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, right. that's, that's really, really something important to highlight. Um, what I wanted to ask is what I notice on your profile is that you have a very certain idea for it you touch on a lot of social um issues you've Mm -hmm. gone live with a few people who also run quite 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 of a mission on Mm -hmm. Instagram which I absolutely love as you know I've recorded an episode about native non-native speakerism and it's all very close to home Mm -hmm. Um, so what's your goal what's your ultimate goal how do you see your um yourself or this account what do you want to achieve yeah that's a good question because I'm still navigating what exactly my account means to me well I mentioned earlier that it's a place where I want to see growth for myself and that's still a big goal for me that I keep learning and learning about a lot of different things so I can help others learn right so that's definitely one of my big goals but what I envision in mind for my account is so 
uh, I've been thinking about my sort of content pillars, right? Yeah. Uh, we were talking about it yes. in your <laughs> challenge earlier. And I had been thinking about it earlier as well, but your challenge is what sort of like geared me to actually take action. So yeah. thank you for that. Um, so I had been thinking about that and I uh, sort of um, veered away from sort of like the word of the day posts a while ago. Um, so once in a while, I want to revisit them, but I don't want that to be one of my content pillars. Mm-hmm. But my biggest ones are uh, talking about social issues in the in the in ELT. Uh, I, I hate I hate the word industry. Do you like I hate saying ELT industry. I like saying ELT community. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wild. The space or yeah. whatever. Right. Industry is such a industrial. Word. It's such a yeah. <laughs> Makes me think um, of corporate world for some reason. Yeah, exactly. The, the thing that I was running away from in the first place. Um, yeah, so I would like to speak about this. I have been speaking about the social issues that it afflict our community, both uh, teachers and learners. So I do talk about native speakerism a lot, accent discrimination, um, just... Um, mindset issues for learners who are constantly told by the marketing media that they're supposed to sound one way or another to succeed in life. Like language is only a small part of life, come on. (laughs) Um, So that is the sort of stuff, the myths and stuff surrounding these issues that I'd like to tackle. And the other side of it is I am an English teacher at the end of the day. And so I want to create uh, learners who can learn with themselves for themselves mm-hmm. like autonomous learners and so I'm trying to get more into um, sort of learning learner training sort of posts I've been doing that for a while with reading because that's one of the the idea the skills that I really love talking about yeah but I want to branch out to other skills as well so learner training and social issues in the so good community so good I love it it's your magnet mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love absolutely. it I find it absolutely I find it so important so mm-hmm. relevant and if there are people who think that there is um that it's possible to learn a language without culture without thinking of implications of speaking English as a global right. language or English as lingua franca then they are just ignorant or stupid mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I absolutely um, in O for for what you do there because it's Thank great you. it's great so is this how you stand out in ELT then <laughs> yeah I mean I, I think I can say that I don't know again this is another limiting belief that I struggle with that there's only one like I I have to be the only one in the entire world to be doing this to stand out and yeah. I learned in the past couple of days, thanks to you again, <laughs> that, that it doesn't have to be, right? There can be other people who are talking about the same issues, about the same um, stuff. And yes, I would like to think that this is the reason I stand out. Like, um, I don't teach at the very moment, but I am intending on teaching very soon, Um And when I do start teaching again, for me, I think these are the things that the things that inform my content creation are the things that will inform my teaching as well. And so that's definitely 
like I could definitely look at it as the way I stand out in ELT. Brilliant. I love it. Mm -hmm. Such an inspiring, um, also cause, I feel. Um, and your journey on Instagram, I find it, yeah. yeah. So the, the, there are some things that I didn't, that I never ever knew um, about you, how you weren't really confident. And now you are actually, to me, it all looks um, as if you were a pro. Um, it's, <laughs> I'm so it's, glad to I hear that. But it's also hilarious to me. <laughs> Limited. Thank you, Ola. Limited. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, this has been enlightening. And I think people should, I'm literally going to send a link to this episode to all of my clients who doubt themselves and mm. all of the people mm -hmm. who are a bit like, oh, I'm not going to show anything. I'm just going to write mm -hmm. educational posts uh, because you are a living example of the fact that you can combine the two, no matter what personality type you've got, you can be successful and yourself and mm -hmm. do your own thing that you actually want to do um, in the online space. So thank you for oh, that. Thank you. thank you, Ola. Thank you for um, reframing the things that I said for myself and, and helping me look at myself from an, in a, like from through, wow, prepositions, through a new lens. <laughs> Love it. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. Okay. Thank you so much, Deepika. Um, I finally learned to accentuate your name correctly. Deepika. I'm going to be that <laughs> more. Uh, um, thank you so much, guys, for listening as well. I hope you enjoyed this chat. I enjoyed it so, so much. And I found it um, inspiring. Um, Thank you so much, as always, for being here. Please, please, please share this episode with as many people as you can so we can reach more people who, you know, might need that um, little pep talk, I would say. There was a bit of a pep talk here. Um, and, and to see just another story in ELT of how people can stand out while, while being themselves and doing their own thing, right? And remember to rate subscribe, comment, do all those things that will help me reach more people with my podcast. Again, thank you so much for um, being here and I'll see you soon. Thanks, Deepika. Bye, Ola. Thank you. Bye. Being a teacher is your superpower. You know how to do it. But developing a business mindset and business skills can be tricky. So if you're a bit lost or maybe fed up with figuring it all out on your own, don't worry. I've created this podcast and other free resources to help you. Follow me on Instagram for a daily dose of education, energy, motivation and fun. If you're interested in working with me, please get in touch and I'll be very happy to tell you about ways of working with me. Don't be a stranger. Say hello from time to time on social media. I love getting to know you better. You're my ELT tribe. And for now, bye and until next time. <laughs>